Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. Discovery that Virginia was the perfect environment to cultivate tobacco led to Jamestown's success and to a great deal of conflict between the English and the natives. Relations between the local indigenous tribes and colonists became increasingly uncomfortable as more white settlers arrived in Virginia. The natives moved farther inland to distance themselves from the English, but more Europeans kept arriving. Both sides were guilty of straining the relationship. The English stole corn and other food supplies, while the natives ambushed the English for their tools and weapons. Finally, the conflict erupted in the winter of 1610. Let's explore this early crisis in American history along with the Nice Try podcast. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The first Anglo-Powhatan War was in 1610. And in some ways, it set the template for all subsequent warfare between the English and the indigenous Americans. Because it was a level of ruthlessness that could never be recovered from. What do we care about their sufferings? So it's not necessarily to sympathize with these characters from history, but it's not to look past them either and to understand that the complications of history require us to think very hard about difficult things. And that's one reason to go deeply into the history of Jamestown and be willing to stay there in that space of failure for a good long time. It's worth sitting in the failure of Jamestown because something happened in that very moment of failing. Not the aftermath of the failure, not the recovery from the failure, not the reinvention from the failure, but the failure itself actually produced something. And what it produced is something we're still living with. The failure was traumatizing and violent, and it provided the template for settlement in the U.S. It provided the very first hints that this colony would become something separate from England. Because in the light of such colossal devastation... These colonists simply could not relate to the lives they once had. It was at that moment, at the moments of greatest failure, that the colonial self recognized how far it was from the British self. It's when colonials looked at themselves and realized that they were something different, that they were now colonial. And that that was produced directly out of the failure, not out of a recovery from failure, but produced out of the failure itself, the experience of failure. These were the foundations of American colonial identity. And John Smith wrote about it in his book, The General History of Virginia, New England, and the Summer Isles. And he wrote about the failures and shortcomings of Virginia, 
Although, clearly, his accounts weren't harrowing enough to deter more people from coming. The title of the book is A History, and the idea of a history that all the troubles were in the past. John Smith's history was a bestseller, full of excitement and adventure, all starring himself as the main character. In fact, his book became kind of a manual for those who wanted to leave England for Virginia, the Huntington Library's copy of John Smith's history. There's a little note here. Someone wrote that note in the margin. Yes, warrants, because he's discussing warrants, and the person who had this book made little notes. Apparently, that was somebody who was preparing to leave for Virginia. So the book contributed to the increased flow of immigrants to Virginia. John Smith's writing paved the way for the pilgrims at Plymouth and generations of families and farmers to come to this new land of promise. He's the first person who says, essentially, a middle-class society is what we need in America. Jamestown eventually refashioned itself as a middle-class society. They imported wives for the colonists, they learned to grow tobacco, and they began to become self-sufficient. This became a repeatable formula for success. Plymouth ended up recovering from its mortality crisis quite soon in the game, a couple years into the game. So then Plymouth was a success. The Huntington Library is a 20-minute drive from the Disney Animation Studio. These two stories from Virginia are archived on the other side of the continent, so close to each other. But of course, John Smith is the author of his own story, and there is no source of Pocahontas's own writing or words. What we know about her has been passed down through oral histories or recorded by the English, who were far from neutral. But we do know that Pocahontas wasn't even her real name. Her name was Matoaka. She hid that name, believing it would bring her harm to share it. Once she was baptized, they said, okay, now you can know her native name, her real name, because it apparently no longer had any power. Although it's not like Pocahontas ever had very much power among the English. Of course, in the Disney version, it's not mentioned that her father had moved her to another village in the Confederacy, far away from Jamestown. Many historians believe that Pocahontas was also married and possibly had a child. During that first Anglo-Powhatan War, someone from Jamestown had the idea to kidnap Pocahontas and use her as a bargaining chip. But then they decided not to let her go. To the English, she was more useful as an agent for their own interests. The reference has always been the piece of Pocahontas, but that is because she was an ambassador after being kidnapped and taken away from her husband and child. In 1614, Pocahontas got remarried, this time to an Englishman named John Rolfe. Her name became Rebecca Rolfe. She converted to Christianity sailed to England, met the queen, had a son. She died in her early 20s. England, the final resting place of Rebecca Rolfe. How is she addressed in her grave? It says Rebecca Rolfe, but it also has Pocahontas in there. History is written by the victors as a series of successes. Jamestown is in many ways a much more telling story of the United States than even the story of the Mayflower. And slavery is a critical detail in that story. In 1619, a ship carrying captives from Angola landed in Virginia, and they became the first Africans forced into labor in the English colonies. The first slave named in this record is a woman. In some records, her name is Angelo. In others, she is Angela. She is listed in a 1624 census in the household of Captain William Pierce. 
And that's all we know, her captor and the names he wrote down for her, since those native Angolans landed in Jamestown. The story of Jamestown has been pushed aside as a foundational myth in favor of the Mayflower and Plymouth Rock. A lot of this had to do with the triumph of the North in the Civil War, because, of course, they opted to emphasize Thanksgiving and the refugee story in New England over the Southern venture capitalist endeavor at Jamestown, even though Jamestown was earlier and arguably a lot more telling. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let's end our time together with the music of Jamestown Revival. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss. Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. Ordering is so easy. Just text the word 
history to the code 30605, and we'll send you a link to the special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.